All right, you ready to talk water world? What are we doing here? Hydro discussing water world, the waterlogged Western. This is a tongue twist. This is, you know what, Mike? There are there are celebrities that get paid millions of dollars that would have to take this in multiple takes. I'm doing it in one. Hello and welcome to the Super Nintendad's entertainment podcast, The Mothership. Pull up a jet ski, grab your smeat and a glass of hydro. Today we're discussing Waterworld, the 1995 waterlogged western starring Kevin Costner as a pretty fish man on the open sea. Now there's a lot to discuss, but before we get into it, how are we doing, fellas? Gabe, what's new? This is your first show in eight or nine months, right? Catch us up on all things Gaby. Back. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'm <clears throat> 13 now. Uh, it sounds like you're 13 now, young man. Th- thanks. <laughs> Do we have to start calling you Gabriel now? Please, God, no. Um, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Minecraft and Apex Legends lately, I guess. <laughs> so the more things change, the more they dot, dot, dot. The more they yada, yada, yada. Yeah. All right. So what are you doing in Minecraft these days? Last time we spoke, you were building a pyramid that was epic. It was like, what, 20,000 blocks? 40,000, I think, right? 40,000? Oh, Let's meet okay. in the middle. Yeah, I think 30,000 like- blocks. Let's meet yeah. in the middle. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, yeah, it was ended up being huge. And uh, yeah, I'd finished a long, long time ago, though. So you just wrap up these adventures, you save them, and then you can always go back. Yeah. That's cool. Do you ever go back? Yeah, I went back the other day and visited a bunch of old worlds I had because I was That's bored. That's cool. Great. I love that. Now, I was talking to your father recently You know, every once in a while when we chat, I like to catch up on how Gabe's doing. And he said, actually, you'll be excited about this. Gabe's dipping his toe into speed running. Oh, God. (laughs) Was that already come and go? Did I miss the boat? (laughs) I was supposed to be here. I was supposed to be like, Uncle Todd was supposed to be the guy that was going to stick with you on this and make sure you didn't give it up. (laughs) You could be a speed runner, kid. Trust me, I had my moment in the sun, but uh, I had to let it go for these children. <laughs> what, what's the board? The speed board that uh, what, that the held the Nest controller, and it was really just a piece of plastic. Oh, that's right. The speed there was a speed board called that's the right. speed board, and mm-hmm. it just held it in place so you could like. Yeah, it, it, it funny enough was not speedy or a board. It was more like a it was more like a speed slot. Okay, yeah, slow slot. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, Gabe, I was supposed to, that was, you. Mike was supposed to be like, hey, Todd, can you record tonight? I'm like, no, I can't. I'm actually going to your house. And, and Mike was supposed to be like, well, what do you mean? And I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to be coaching Gabe on Castlevania 1. And <laughs> what, um, what, what do they call it when you, you get hit on purpose? Ah, oh, I can't think of it now. Oh, I don't know. You know, I know what you're talking. I've seen the strategy, but I yeah. have no idea what it's called. Hit bumps or something like that. So they can like um, skip up to places you shouldn't be yet. Yeah. But like, like if you jump and you hit a bat right before like the blocks above, you'll actually like go through the block so that you skip that whole climbing level part of the level. Um, all right, Gable, that's disappointing. What kind of speed running did you do? What, what games were you into? We were just doing like Astro Astro's adventures, speed runs. Um, well, yeah, in Astro's playroom, I guess I did all the yeah. speed run levels and tried to get like top a hundred on the boards. I got oh, dude, the, me too. I got it on one. Did you? Yeah. Like top, I think it was like top 150 or something. I was kind of close. You should consider yourself a success. I got nowhere close to that. And Gray and I are going to look into that and they're going to they're going to blow it up, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, but it's fine. This was like in April. Um, <laughs> Gray and I played nothing but the speed runs of Astro um, a few weeks back for some reason. And the ice skating one, I played 400,000 times. 
couldn't yeah. crack couldn't crack it i may have i may have like by the end of spending two hours straight of gay scree- gray screaming to give him the remote back i um i just um i maybe got a minute better i mean a second better what what else are you playing right now you said apex yeah i guess that's cool gabe you're playing the new halo oh yeah we were oh good that. i wanted yeah. to talk to you about that we um we mentioned it on the last show and I was wondering if you were playing it. How is it that you played the multiplayer? Yeah. How is it? Um, the other Halos I didn't really like, but this one I like. There's like a okay, nice, cool. the jump is satisfying. That's um, could, That sometimes could make a game. I felt that way about Returnal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The jump is great in Returnal. Yeah. Um, there's also a nice selection of guns, I guess. Cool. Hey, if it's working for you, I've never been a huge Halo fan, but I'm pretty excited for at least the single player campaign of Infinite, which is imminent, right? Next week? Yeah, December 8th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It'll okay. be coming out the week that this show is released. Really big shoe. So, guys, Waterworld. <laughs> twaddle World? Are we getting into Twaddle World right now? <laughs> I just want to know before we crack into the incredible amount of content we have around Waterworld. I want to hear Gabe's initial reactions to Waterworld. Oh God. Okay. Um, we be completely honest. Some mm-hmm. points it was boring. Okay. What? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> no. The Gabe. talking parts. Next time I'm going to make you watch the three hour uncut. Oh God. Um, the Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> that was the six hour cut. <laughs> right. Some, some of the scenes were epic. Like, uh, when he yep. blew up the oil, tanker thing damn mm-hmm. right they were or that some- zipline shot his boss <laughs> yeah boss it's boss. i don't know why that was the word that i've never used that word in my life that's the word that came to mind when he was ziplining and it was just <laughs> blown up in slow-mo i was like that's pretty boss i got him <laughs> it's i mean listen you can't say anything about how hard they tried with the practical effects. They are absolutely incredible from the way that his boat opens to the act to explosions, to the universal Studios stunt tour that they essentially do yeah. multiple times throughout totally. the movie. Uh, it's all you, incredible. Yeah. And I, and I love that. They, I love that. They want us to believe that someone hit a jet ski with a catapult. <laughs> there's, there's no, <laughs> right. There's no like, you know, for how slow would the jet ski have to be and how fast would that catapult have to it be? It would have to be incredible luck. Yeah. It would have to be like yeah. a guy wasn't looking on the jet ski and accidentally yeah. crashed into one. You know, like when you like, you like throw something and it happens to land in like the most ludicrous spot and you think, well, if I was trying to do that, there was no way I would ever do that. Right. So catapult- that's pretty much how it would have to be. The catapult guy would have to be thinking that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't get for I hit him. I can't believe I hit him. I can't, I can't believe that. It's never happened. Never I've never once. once this has never worked. I don't know I've why we're still been using lugging it. this to see to see battles. I'm pretty sure that catapults are usually just a thing that people like they use so that you can see it and be like, oh man, they got catapults, but they never actually do anything. They're just like a form of intimidation. <laughs> right. It's funny because in games like Civil uh Civilization and Civ Rev, mm-hmm. like one of the units you can buy for yeah. armies like early on are catapults right and I'm, and I'm always like those are dumb but then like two catapults pull up outside one of my villages that's not right. well protected and like, totally oh wipes it out oh god here they go here come the catapults catapults, catapults are really good for sim games and not much else not much else no Although, you know we should you know what we should have a catapult dealership in the strip mall okay sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was actually <laughs> listening to some older shows recently and we wanted to put a funeral parlor in there for funerals yeah, funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we were going to give people 
free vouchers for fake karate, especially if somebody that was there for the funeral, like if their loved one had been murdered and they were seeking revenge. <laughs> right, exactly. It's We get them on both ends, right? That's right. That's we get right. them going in, get them coming out. You get them going and coming, coming and going. Yeah, That's how I we think, do around here. I think funeral should be... <laughs> uh, death is the end. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> But revenge never dies. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. But it doesn't have to be not funny. I don't know what the line is. <laughs> you got to work on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll workshop it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a peek into how things work in our world. I'm going to get a text at 345 this morning. And it's going to be the most perfect, <laughs> the most perfectly crafted 12 words. Um, <laughs> and Mike will finally be able to get to sleep tonight. Yeah, hopefully. So you have homework now. No, I have homework. Self-imposed homework. Yep, totally. All right, guys. So uh, the interesting thing about Waterworld to me is that I remember as a kid. So Gabe is almost the same age that I was just about the same age I was when this movie came out. So it's really good that he's seeing it now. Um, It was the first time I heard the word box office bomb. Yeah. You know, back then, it's like the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, this is 94, 95. But, you know, people weren't talking about like box office receipts. Like nobody talked about how much a movie made the first weekend. Like that's something that's really new. Like the fact that there's 13 year olds that know like what the Avengers made the first weekend is really odd. Or even really early ticket sales. Yeah. They're like, like, I don't know. It sold, you know, for Thursday night screenings, it sold, uh, you know, 89, uh, 89 million. Yeah. And it's become this weird barometer of like almost like a review in itself as how good it did when like great movies can do terrible and terrible movies can do great the first weekend. But like, it just wasn't something people didn't talk about. Like, budgets and box office receipts and all that stuff so box office bomb this was the first time i ever heard that term um now since then we've had you know pluto nash and cats and the lone ranger and catwoman and plenty but the lone Lone ranger is the one with the cannibal that's right yeah yeah yeah. that's where i like deep people um what do you guys like what are the when you think of box office bomb for me, this is still the one that comes up. But what do you guys like? I'd like to. I'd love to hear what Gabe has to say because his is definitely going to be different than ours. But I want to hear what both of you like. What's the first movie that comes up when you hear box office bomb? Oh God, I don't. John Carter. Never really seen. <laughs> I, I guess. Think I guess Gabe knows movie. that reference. I guess cats. I guess. Yeah. I I never really watched it, but I just know it's. You didn't and no do one well else. Via my grandparents. Well, you and everyone else. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's uh no one watched it, Gabe. And if they, if they wouldn't right, have then. cut out the parts where Dame Judy Dench was licking herself, that would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> but they did they ruined the movie. Right. Yeah, so that's a good one. Mike, what about you? What is this is this the one for you? I think Waterworld is just because of the scale and because you're it's also a bomb because you're witnessing it was like peak Costner, right? Yeah. At the, at the peak yeah, of his yeah, powers yeah. coming yeah. off. Directing like, and acting. Like he was doing it all. Yeah. And um, just hearing about the budget and like, all, you know, uh, uh, they even managed to put together an epic trailer that yeah. made it seem you're like, oh my God, yeah. you know, like while they were filming, even though it was so delayed, they like pieced something together. And I think they rolled it before. Uh, uh, what did they play it before? Who framed Roger Rabbit? No, but it was some, that was too early. Yeah. God damn it. I thought of. Well, Battlefield Earth is probably the other one, right? Yes. The Travolta. But I think that was more for, that was more for other reasons, right? Because it's also Well, it was it, an epic sci-fi that was over budgeted and under delivered. 
and also, you know, had weird Scientology references. Yeah. Um, you know, like you were saying though, Mike, the trailer was good and the trailer still is good. The trailer still holds up. I was just watching it before I watched the movie again. And it brings me to a very important question about this film. Mm. Would this be a great action movie if it was 90 minutes long? If we just got to the story and moved things along and didn't have tremendously long scenes of stuff being shot out of stuff on his boat. Maybe, but it also might have been better if it were three hours long. It's almost like they picked the worst temperature porridge, right? Okay, sure. No, I could see that. I mean, I, think, I feel like yeah. there's not enough story. Uh, and they talk about all the stuff that they cut out uh, that, that, you know, would further develop relationships and the idea of and the myth of dry right. land and all right. this stuff. And it's like you cut out a lot of the lore. Yeah, you know what bothers me the most about it? Why do they hate the fact that he's a mutant? We'll get into this, of course, but why do they hate the fact that he's a mutant? And why do they never bring up mutants again? Like, why don't we see the mutants? Who else is a mutant, right? Yeah, like, that would be great. Like, if there was, like, this, you know, group of mutants that all had these weird weird mutations to be able to kind of live in this, adapt to this new world. Yeah, and they all lived in a school in upstate New York, and they had yeah. a cool jet. Yeah. Hey, not a bad idea. They should get a ball guy to lead that crew. <laughs> they should get a ball guy. You <laughs> know what your a wheelchair. Needs. You know what your crew needs. <laughs> what? <laughs> needs a bald guy. A ball guy in a wheelchair. Tell you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that you might be right. Yeah. So like 90 minutes could work, wouldn't be the best. 210 clearly didn't work. Three hours with an actual really great epic story. Maybe. Maybe, right? Yeah. Well, guys, what about the what about the most and the least believable parts of this movie? Gabe, both of those questions are now in your hands. Well, he um at some point, I forget when, if it was like the final fight scene or whatever, he's like on the mast of his boat and then uh-huh. he jumps off and like lands on his arm onto his net or onto <laughs> the net or something. Right, I feel right, like right. you would have broken a bone if you did that cuz the mast was very high up. Uh, right so, yeah so Gabe you felt the least believable part was that he landed on like essentially a springy part of his net that had water under it and his arm didn't break from 12 feet in the air it was that that's was not the least believable feet in the air water world the least believable thing is Costner hey. didn't sprain his wrist <laughs> yeah, when he right. fell 12 feet from the mast onto <laughs> I feel like essentially fine maybe Gabe, Gabe you know that you know what that's called it's called a safety net. It's under a trapeze harness. It literally, you can't get hurt falling any way on it because it yeah. catches you. Gabe just thinks he should have at least had tendonitis or something. Okay, fine. Yeah. I Fine. I have a different one. Um, Great. Great. Go. That, Shoot. There's probably, in Waterworld or the movie, Earth probably hasn't been Waterworld for that long. So the chances of him just developing gills out of nowhere within the short amount of time that Earth has been a water world. Gabe had a big problem with that. I'm like, you know what? I, I, I think that Gabe raised a really good point because like you see like there's like National Geographics that were underwater that you can still read the cover of, which means that it certainly was not a long time ago. Right, because those that would be totally disintegrated. Yeah, exactly. Um, like there's just a lot of things where like, yeah, it would take a long time to start like adapting like and evolving due right. to <laughs> this. <laughs> there were like everybody loves Raymond D- DVDs down there. <laughs> No, like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like a McDonald's cup. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like a McRib box. 
um no that's good but what about now what about the most believable and speaking of the global warming thing i the thing i do love about this movie is that you're so used to seeing that universal logo at the beginning of universal movies and to kind of zoom into it and see the the water start to rise was a really clever idea it's a good move that's a great move i like i like i like when they can play with stuff that you're used to seeing in a different way um but most believable part gabe shoot i guess that he blew up a ship with a grenade i don't know <laughs> yep fair yeah the ship would probably blow up blow up with a grenade <laughs> if you have i mean oil. it also it was a flare but fair fair yeah it was a flare. <laughs> it was a flare yeah totally um all right mike what about you least flavor least most believable part and most believable part i think most believable see i'm not i'm not I, i'm not sure like what got wiped out like why don't we remember certain things you know what I'm saying? Also, why isn't it like, why aren't they catching rainwater to drink? Why does he have to drink his piss? It's a good point. The rake collecting rainwater would be a really solid move in this world for sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, he's like pissing into the thing. I don't, that I didn't understand. Yeah. They spend um, all this money building like these big cities just to look cool when they should be building rainwater refineries. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fair. It's also weird that like the only tomato plant is like at a store. And not everyone's right. enjoying, like, they're not trying to grow tomatoes, grow tomatoes and like make sure, you know, and use the seeds from those to grow more. Yeah. Funny thing about tomatoes. They have seed inside. You know what they do? They grow more tomatoes. Um, yeah. They should, there should be like right. a garden center. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if they have that. Um, all right. They're like, they're, they're like, they're like, we're all going to starve out here. And it's like, hey, listen, <laughs> you guys got dirt and you got you got fruit and you yeah, got vegetables like right. things are happening here yeah you have a filter that you can filter urine with you should probably be able to filter seawater with that right that thing took so much longer to build than just covering up a seed with dirt <laughs> right exactly. that's for i can promise yeah. you that yeah your son recently grew a tomato plant and he's six yeah <laughs> so right not that hard um what about the least believable part, Mike? I didn't even give you the most believable there. I think I just, I think <laughs> I just right. totally, I think <laughs> just, I totally just had a thought. <laughs> yeah, I just had a thought and we ran with it. That's fair. Um, I don't know. Most believable is that like if everything got wiped out, I imagine we would just like the the barter economy makes sense. I sure, guess. sure. And the fact that they value artifacts, I guess, makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know much else beyond that. that you makes think sense. it would go back to like some form of mythology? Right. So that, uh, like, I'm okay. Like, those things, all right, I'll buy that. I don't know why no one remembers or no one told. Any, we, someone must have survived the flood, and someone must have been like, you know, there used to be, like, a lot of shit around here. Like, someone would have told someone that, right? Right. But, but you know, clearly, you know, yeah, none of the timeline makes sense. The gills don't make sense. I guess the most believable thing is that that's probably how they would barter and trade stuff. Yeah, agree. Least, I think, yeah. Least believable is like there's no way Dennis Hopper's climbing a rope. <laughs> climbing a rope's hard. Famously, you <laughs> if, never got up to the top in gym class. Right. I think I maybe got like a third or a quarter of the way up. <laughs> I like no, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Dennis Hopper in a bulky leather jacket can't do it either. But he was like, you know, like a squirrel running up a tree. Yeah, he zipped right up that thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Okay, I'm that's not, that's a really great least believable part. Yeah. Well, also least believable that the guy in the hot air balloon is all of a sudden just over their heads after yeah. they get wiped out. And he's just like, 
hey and they're like oh my yeah. god it's like you would have seen him from like, like 10 yeah. miles away right it uh, yeah he doesn't he didn't come from the top right he <laughs> came from the side exactly <laughs> right. it's not like the like uh when the wizard leaves and the wizard of oz like i don't know how to control this thing i can't go backwards <laughs> right exactly exactly uh, <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's also pretty ridiculous. And like, have you ever seen a more clear example of a deus ex machina? Like literally a deus ex machina? Like literally a machine that comes in to end the show? <laughs> yeah. And I remember what's funny is that like, I I forgot what happens next uh, while watching that part. I was like, wait, I remember that they get this, the ship gets like torn apart and blown up. I'm like, well, how did right. they get out of this again? And then, yeah. he, you know, he, that freaking guy drops in like, yeah. well, you know, whatever. Yeah, and then he gets to go and stand at the ship and make this big showdown where nobody shoots him, even though he's talking for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that thing moves, what, two miles an hour if the wind yeah. is good? How fast is that thing? And that guy can't right. hit it with that rail gun he's got? Right. I know, there's there's so many cigarettes and bullets in this that that also makes me realize, like, or think that, like, there's no way this is that long ago. Yeah. Bullets wouldn't have survived 100 years even. Yeah, Gabe so was saying that they'd have to be growing tobacco somewhere. And then also rolling them with like filters. No, they would just be rolling them like the French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the future is French cigarettes. The future is French, period. Yeah, 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 period. You don't bother me about this movie, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem I have with most post apocalyptic movies. And yeah. it's anytime people kiss in a post apocalyptic movie it makes me sick because i just think when's the last time they went to a dentist when's the last time they brushed their teeth when's the last time fluoride was anywhere in there and i just think it must be the most disgusting thing ever yeah um so anytime any type of movie like this has like a love scene i'm like disgusted like i have to literally look away yeah that sounds like you yeah no that's right no yeah that's what that's you up definitely to, like four showers a day how many are you taking <laughs> Yeah, that out that, yeah. Yeah. Shower every hour. It's good for you. <laughs> as long as they're right. cold. <laughs> All right. You have Even to take worse. the warm ones at night because when your body warms up and it cools down, it produces melatonin and helps you sleep. It's just a little trick. Yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, Mike, you, when you and Gabe were watching this movie, you tried to pull a fast one on me. <laughs> Did I? Yeah, I was you live, did. I was live texting. You were live texting. Yeah, I got the the, the full flow. Um, you tried to make it seem like I should know what APS is and how important it was that we discuss it. Do you uh, want to tell the audience what APS stands for? <laughs> yeah, accents per second. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah. why they all sound. Did they just all pick? an accent and they just ran with it i don't do you think it was what my question is and i wanted to save it for when we talked about it on the show do you think it was a choice do you think they were like all right so clearly this is just like an amalgam of all people from all lands that have somehow survived let's have them all have different accents like do you think it was a choice or do you think it was just a disaster i think it was just a disaster yeah i'd like to think one that guy sound like the, the balloon guy sounds like swedish chef at some point and then what accent does robin williams really really perverted brother have oh this it's scottish it's, it's <laughs> right. like scottish it's with like a little a bit of irish scottish, right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or irish uh it's, it's probably scottish because he sounds a little bit like that's all a bit of a perfectionist you know? <laughs> yeah 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 i went to i went to kriegi um, <laughs> you know what's funny is that like not only is there all of these accents per second happening within multiple actors but even the same actors are doing multiple yeah. accents Costner, throughout the movie right costner was canadian 
He yep. was he was southern. No, oh, definitely lots of southern moments. And then sometimes it just sounded like he like I don't know. It was just like a generic, like nothing. He didn't put anything on it. I think it. he should have went full Southern. I mean, this movie in itself is very much a Western. We could break <laughs> it down why this is a Western, but I mean, we're not going to do that. Uh, this isn't film school. Um, <laughs> but I could, I would have taken him as with a Southern accent. I would have probably, I would have liked that better. Yeah. 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 I, I must say though, I feel like if this, that might happen in a post-apocalyptic world. Mm-hmm. Where all accents just like blend together into like one because they do have Portia Greek or whatever they do. They what mention Portia Greek. Mm-hmm. That's and that's fine. And they say that the guy Good he's point. talking to in the beginning, he's speaking Hindi too. Right, right, right. So he knows a lot of different languages. But okay, fine, fine, whatever. But they wouldn't be that drastic, and it doesn't solve the problem of Todd's thing where where he says that the, the actors change the way they speak from moment right. to moment. Right. You know, Costner was like, I don't. He was like. I don't need anything from ye. It was like so weird. It was, and I was like, what did you just say yeah. there? Well, there was like famously like with the Robin Hood movie, there was like huge fights with the with like the producing team about him like demanding he do an English accent. And everyone was like, please, your English accent is terrible. Don't do an English accent. And um, yeah, it's not great, is it? No. No. No, 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 I don't want to hear it anymore. All right, boys, before we get into the meat of this show, anything else anybody wants to share? Gabe, anything? Nothing from me. Nothing? Nothing. Man, Gabe. Nothing, Dad. I thought you were going to come back. You just firecracker. It's going to be all energy. No, he is. This is great. I'm glad to. I can't, I'm ecstatic to have Gray, Gabe back. Gray, <laughs> Gray, Gabe, both of them. <laughs> right. You might even hear from Gray later. It's a reunion. <laughs> All right, so what do we do? Are we really doing this? We're launching into this? Yeah, I think it's time to do it. We have a lot of really great things to talk about, and I'm really excited to get into it. Oh, my God. Gabe, are you ready? Are you ready to dive into Waterworld? That's damn right I'm ready. Wow, look at that. <laughs> Two water, oh. a water, water reference from Dad, water reference from Son. You guys, I couldn't be more proud. What did I say? You said you're ready to dive into it, and he said he's damn ready. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we wrote <laughs> Not it. Not intentional. No, not at all. All right, well, then let's take a quick break, and then let's dive into it. yeah, Waterworld. Nestled nicely between 1994's Wyatt Earp and 1996's Tin Cup, we have Kevin Costner's Hollywood blockbuster, Waterworld. Polar ice caps melt and the water never recedes, unlike Costner's hairline, which, rumor has it, was digitally enhanced in post. But it was more thin plot than thin hair that doomed the film. The script had 36 drafts, six different writers, even a pre-canceled Joss Whedon tried to punch it up. The weather didn't help either, hurricanes kept destroying sets, it was a total disaster and the budget hit $250 million. But did the Mariner, Enola, and Helen finally find the mythical dry land? Yes, they did. Did Gabe think it was the worst ending in movie history? Yeah, he did. Gabe, explain yourself. Okay, so from the beginning of the movie... When they're talking about dry land, uh, Kevin Costner yells at uh, Helen, which is the woman, and Enola, saying there is no dry land or whatever, and that it's a lie. And he sounded sad when he said that, so obviously he's been looking for dry land. So I don't get why when they finally do see dry land in the end and he makes his first friends or whatever, that he leaves them forever. Mm. Like maybe you could like sleep just like right outside the ocean on your boat or something. Or like <laughs> you could visit every boat. once in a while. 
yeah, right. or he can visit once once in a while, but he just leaves forever. I'm going to totally agree. I'm going to agree with Gabe on this one. I don't understand why he had to be like, I'm leaving forever. I think it's, it was it's like, the worst choice ever. It's like, just be like, all he had to do, it's just a small dialogue. Just be like, I'll be back, kid. Don't worry. Because like, you know I'll, she's, I'll, I'll see, I'll you know she's pregnant. So now he's just a bad dad. Who's pregnant? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Helen's pregnant? Yeah, of course she is. That's what happens. Okay. That one time on the boat, Kevin. They slept head to toe. Well, the genitals still line up. The genitals still line up. Yeah, that's right. They didn't do gens out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sleep gens out if you don't want any trouble. Gens out. Much better than Gen Z. <laughs> oh, God, that's the truth. Yeah, no, I I think it was such a bad... Like, it was... That's not... After, after dealing with watching this film for as long as you have to, I mean, that is the worst... It doesn't make any sense. There's nothing in any part of the film that shows that he would want to remain on the water. Right. Well, I, he, he seems like a loner. He kind of likes it out there though. Maybe that's, I'm not, I'm okay with him. He could be a loner on the Island. They could make him like a hut up at the top. He gets see uh, land sickness. I, you know what? I don't mind land the sickness. ending. I just don't, I don't understand why <laughs> all that stillness is making me sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> land sickness. Yeah. It's a thing. They say it in the film. Yeah. She wants some willow bark. Yeah. He'll, he'll be, be fine. fine. Yeah. Some ginger root. That's um, right. Which, you know. I, I Yeah. What I don't get is it seems like he left within like 12 hours. I didn't mm-hmm. see. They didn't show any footage of him like sleeping, I don't think, or like spending the night. Maybe I'm no. wrong. But he was just kind of like, all right, we're here. And he was like, Jesus, I got to get out of here. And he was like, I'm going to go out for smokes. I'll see you guys later. Right. Right. <laughs> right exactly. I got to get a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> 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 yeah uh, yeah um i think it was a really disappointing ending for sure I, yeah. i'm glad that they found the land i'm curious to like where you know they they probably discussed where it was right what part of the world was still popped up yeah i guess gabe said everest was gabe's guess yeah like the top of something sure sure yeah uh and we might uh spoiler or you know a little foreshadowing here we might uh we might find out what's next for uh Mary oh, and the crew. is that what Gabe's been busy doing? Maybe, maybe Gabe whipped up a little, uh, little sequel, a little right. uh, electric boogaloo for All us. Right. Uh, so look forward to that. But yeah, uh, so Gabe, you thought this was the worst ever. He said that like right when the credits rolled. He was like, That's "That was great. the worst ending I've ever seen in my life." And I was like, "You haven't seen enough movies." But yeah, I get you. It's like it's pretty bad, <laughs> right? Because um, there's just some terrible endings uh, out there. But yeah, I tend to agree that like, I, I don't see the logic in him being like, like, dude, okay, fine, live on the water, but you could like stop by every few months and check in and bring some cool stuff you found on the bottom of the ocean and we could chat, yeah, we could stay for right. dinner. I like Gabe's houseboat idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Well, I wanted to just talk a little bit about the history of Waterworld before we get into some more. The storied, the, the, the well-documented, the infamous disaster that was the production of water yeah just like why was it such a disaster i mean we know so it's fairly obvious and it's been written in plenty of different publications that Waterworld was a blatant ripoff of mad max it was literally pitched as let's do mad max on water and they did and they did and (laughs) because of that it's considered one of the biggest flops of all time but is that true kinda Mm. The film had a number of issues, but the biggest obstacle was the script. Costner admits, quote, we shouldn't have green-lighted this movie until the script was finished. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I, I, when I read that, I said, there's no way I'm not using that line. 
Yeah. It's what's so good is that like I don't know, just thinking about them like just thinking about like I don't know, Costner and one of like the on like one of the boats in like the cabin or whatever, like right. frantically rewriting while they're like setting jet skis up outside. Right, right, right. <laughs> Something about it's that like, imagery. Right. It's like we have this set, which is to, to be incredible. It's was, absolutely incredible. I, every we have time, no idea what we're doing with it. Yeah. Every time I'm pretty impressed with what they were managed, uh, impressed to, you know, what they could throw together on the ocean and make it look like a, like a floating base or a little city, a little town. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it uh, was, it was practically impossible, which we'll get into. Yeah. But, from Kevin Costner's mouth, he continued to say, I do movies that I know are, are already written well, except for Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> From a production standpoint, I tried to manage and control a story that was not there and kept trying to build a story. Shooting on the ocean was also practically impossible. Many of the sets that were constructed on the water literally sank into the ocean overnight. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> which is unbelievable if you look at like the detailed work that people were doing with these sets. Like, just imagine like creating a Broadway set that took like weeks and unions and rigors. Yeah, and they go into the theater the next day; it's just not there. Yeah, they just show up and they, it was right <laughs> just, here. It's, it's, it was. Know, I swear, I went right it, here. It fell into the garbage. The whole set just fell into the dumpster. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like the equivalent, which is insane. Yeah. So some were salvaged, but it heaped an intr- incredibly huge cost onto the already expensive production. The shoot lasted over 160 days. Yeah. Mike, 45 days were planned yeah, to that, shoot this that, film. And that's just brutal because you know that mm-hmm. setback. Probably like the ripple effects of that, like for Hollywood, like everyone had projects. Oh yeah, that they were working, and it's it's just totally torpedoed all those, uh, you know, everyone's schedule. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Spielberg told them not to shoot on water mm-hmm. because he right. did for Jaws, and he warned the he warned them again. He was like, "Don't." That's he what said, I, I would anyway. never. He said, "You could, but I'll never do it again." Yeah, literally something like that. Yeah, yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, that you know what? Really interesting fact: they knew how much trouble they were up against. So much so, they shot in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They had Hawaiian high priests bless the area that they were shooting in before the filming started. They had the entire cast and crew meet to be part of it because they knew it this sounds was like not it, going to go well. It sounds like it didn't take. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, that high priest was probably just like a high deacon. Right, right. Like he wasn't fully ordained. A very low deacon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was... <laughs> It would, it would, it would also, it would be like if somebody needed like to win a karate tournament and we said someone from my dojo, (laughs) (laughs) like it wouldn't go well. No, no. But the interesting thing is, is Waterworld the bomb that everyone assumes it is? And the answer is no, not really. Waterworld indeed became so obscenely expensive that even a near best case scenario global take wouldn't have been enough to make it a hit. Right. Yet, thanks to home video retail, uh, home video rental and sales, TV rights, related post-theatrical transactions, Waterworld did eventually become slightly profitable in 2013, 18 years after the film's initial release. Yeah. 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 I think that's incredible. It's an incredible story. I mean, like... And one of the things, like, you know what the thing is, the the big problem with this movie is? It's not good. We know that. It's not so bad. I would disagree. I think it's it's kind of like big Hollywood. No, the problem is, is that all big Hollywood, just like Costner said, all big Hollywood had a story. There's just no story here. There's literally. Well, maybe there isn't a three hour cut. 
It's possible, but like as of right now, they built a world, and that's what most of the story is 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 conveying to the audience. Like, Gabe, did you almost, like this movie? Yeah, overall, yeah. Oh, oh wow! There, all there right, you go. Okay. overall, I I agree. I think some of it is really entertaining, really well done. Um, you know, the practical I think effects that, like, are like, you know, there's some, you know, not they're so incredible. great. There's some not so great stuff that they didn't put that doesn't hold up that they didn't post. But like the explosions and stuff like that, the zip line. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know how I feel I know, about you that. You keep talking about the zipline. It was boss. I know. <laughs> Todd, can I tell you something? It was yeah, boss, Todd. It was boss. It was boss. <laughs> See, I, I kind of, I kind of disagree with you guys, and I'm happy you enjoyed it. Of course, I am. But I, um, like, I never need to see it again, and that to me tells me that, you know, it's not a great movie. You're a sad, sad man. That's so not true. You're I a mean, sad, sad man. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot of truth to that. <laughs> But it doesn't have anything to do with my opinion of Waterworld. And again, it's just because there's no story there. There's no story. The story that they tell is building the world, but they never do anything with the world. Todd, girl's got a tattoo. Costner's got gills. They Fine. Find dry do land. more with that. Do they more with that. They got to find dry land. That's just, they found it. No, they did. needed they needed people like they needed more people to interpret it. And they needed more mythology. And it needed to be so far away from the past that there's no there should no National Geographic, no cigarettes, no bullets. It should have been so far ahead in the future that people were able to evolve. We needed to see more stuff with the mutants. There needed to be there's I don't know. They needed so much more. How about the costumes? Did you like the costumes? Costumes are okay. I mean, they could have <laughs> they could have they could have worked for a number of different period pieces. <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> I like that guy's glasses who has the hot the hot air balloon oh yeah and then i think one of the guys in the town is uh creepy creepy german guy from monster squad oh really is that right yeah yeah i could see Scary that german guy from monster squad i think is yeah. one of the background actors he's got a couple of lines he sounds like him i didn't yeah. confirm again i i, I just i just don't think the weird the the reason i think that this movie sits in the place that it sits in right now is one the press that it got when it first opened i mean if you're going to be the most expensive movie ever made you're going to get a lot of criticism for sure but I, I just don't think it's bad enough. And I'm kind of with you. I don't think it's bad enough to be like one of the worst movies of all time. So like, that's why you watch it. But it's also not good enough to be like a great movie that you'd want to watch. That's my problem. I'm telling you, if I if this is on like TNT and I come across it, I mean, I don't have TNT, like I don't have regular cable anymore. But if I did and I was flipping the channel. I was going to challenge you. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I would, if I was like flipping through and this was on, right. I'd stop for a bit. For you'd a bit. Keep, you'd keep going. Yeah. I don't Jean, like that. Jean Triplehorn something. She's good in it. And do you know what the next movie Enola did is? Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. Did you know that? Yeah, she fell off the map forever and then popped up in Napoleon Dynamite. I never put that together until I was researching this 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 episode. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh-huh. And that face is so that face, isn't it? Like once you connect the dots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, everyone's pretty good in it except Costner, who, who tries on many accents. Who yeah, wears I don't, many accents. I don't, I don't know what he was trying to pull off in this movie. He just comes off as not wanting to be there. That's yeah. that's how it comes off. It almost, you know what? It almost felt like he could have just swapped in Nick Cage. Yeah, um, it feels like the kind of role that, like nowadays, like this is the kind of movie with not this production value, with much worse. But this is the kind of thing you'd see Nick Cage in straight to Amazon Prime and just be like, mm. "What the hell is this?" Yeah, you yeah, put yeah. it on, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Like, I, I think Nick Cage is like a, an interesting choice there. Who else would you want to see? I guess it would have to be of the time, huh? Oh, yeah, maybe Gabe. Anyone you'd want to see take over the Costner role? 
You're rebooting your dream Costner reboot. Oh, yeah, it geez. could be a reboot. Um, Except for Timothy Chalamet. F- I don't fine. really know any actors, so I guess Robert yeah. Downey Jr. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. I don't know any, so I have to straight use the one from, I remember. Straight from Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> right, another bomb. Right. Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. It's Jesus. not a bad choice, RDJ. It's bad. It's bad. They can, and you know what, though? They'll make it tough, right? Instead of calling it Waterworld, they'll call it the Mariner. Right. Yeah. They'll make him really cool. <laughs> He'll have sunglasses somehow still. Yeah, well, he should. And lifts in his shoes. Why not? He's going to need him. Now we're just... <laughs> He's going to need him if anyone that said's higher than 5'5". Five five. <laughs> <laughs> you ever take a look at Robert Downey's junior shoes? Look that up. That's fun. <laughs> look that up. <laughs> A little homework for mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah. All right. Um. So now, Todd, I hear you've you've locked down a, a special guest. I did. Yeah. We're gonna quickly talk about the games that spawned from this movie, just like any good blockbuster movie in the '90s. And I was able to speak with the chief R and D director and senior toy designer at the time, who created Waterworld, the board game. Okay. All right. So let's give that a listen. This is Todd Hunt, Super Nintendad, and joining me today is Chief Research and Development Director and Senior Toy Designer, Grayson Arthur Hunt. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you, and I'm very happy to be here, Dada. So, Grayson, what companies have you worked for? Oh, all the big ones. Okay, and what are some of your biggest ideas? Well, I can't say exactly. So, Waterworld, the board game. A game of survival on the high seas of the future. This is the game that ultimately ruined your career, isn't it? Yeah, that was embarrassing. Now, I happen to like Waterworld, the movie, so I think the game isn't as awful as everybody says. Um, But it certainly isn't great. Can you tell us what happened here? I went to theater and saw the first few minutes, and then I fell asleep, and then I saw the last few minutes, and I still thought I could make a good game. And that didn't work out so well for you, did it? No. So what ultimately happened? I had an intern do it. An intern? Oh, man. And that didn't work out too well for you, did it? No, it really, really, really didn't. It seemed like a pretty easy game to make, though, right? You're adrift in the water, searching for the legendary dry land, you have opponents gunning for you, smokers are circling, but... Was the game production and ultimate rollout smooth sailing? No, this is the one I regret. So Grayson, after this game forced you into retirement, what did you do with your time? Were you successful in any other endeavors? Yeah, I got $1,000 by making Five Nights at Freddy's of animals. Wow, all right, great. So good for you, a, a, a true entrepreneur. Yeah, even though I made them, I actually made one a few days ago. That's great. Which one was that? Uh, Molten Freddy. Very, very, very cool. It's actually pretty hard. Well, I thank you so much for joining us, and please remind everybody at home what gaming should be. Um, fart fun. Fart fun. You are ready for bed. No, I'm not. Good night, Grayson. Say good night to everyone. Good night, and I'm not going to bed right now. Okay, say bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Love you, bud. Love you. You love a mine? I'm starting to think that all your specialists are just gray.
how how dare you how absolutely dare you how dare i well i mean what gave it away the dada (laughs) i'm starting to think he's got an impressive resume he's he's done a he's seen a lot in his short years but that does not discount his knowledge all right coming up coming up next let's uh Gabe has uh he's prepped a sequel. He's prepped a treatment for a sequel and I think uh, I think Hollywood's going to be calling. You ready to get into it? Oh my god, nothing would make me happier. All right. So, so far there's no confirmed announcement if if a second movie will ever happen for Waterworld. And that's usually when we feel like it's on us to poke Hollywood. We put Gabe to work. That's right. We send Gabe to the lab. Yeah. And we say Gabe, you've seen this. He's he our secret. It. He's our top gun. He did it with Willow. Yep. Uh, he did it with Judge Dredd. Uh, Ninja sorry, Turtles. Sorry, not Judge Dredd. Demolition Man. And Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Remember, Donatello was worried about paying the bills for the lair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it wasn't that we asked him what he thought that the thing was about. He I, thought that the scepter was a flashlight. Yeah, we, right, right. We made him write what he thought the movie was about off the movie poster. Just looking at the poster. That's right. Yeah. We should do that again. We should do that again. That should be a bit. Yeah, we'll yep. totally do that again. Um, well, actually I'm going to take a quick second to say this guys, the next show that we do, the next mothership show that we do based on a movie or a game is going to be voted on by you. Yeah. We're going to start putting three topics that we're interested in doing out there. We're going to let the audience decide what our next shows are. So keep an eye out on Instagrams at super Nintendo dads for that. Sorry to interrupt Mike. Go ahead. (laughs) No, that's important because it's, you have the power now audience, you know, and I have a feeling we're going to be doing Mario paint versus Boku. It's probably going to be the first one, regardless of what I put it up against. But we are going to probably put something up within a week of posting this show. And we're looking really forward to getting some responses on that. Because if you're going to choose, you're going to have to contribute. Yeah, totally. So back to the sequel. There is no sequel. There's no way that anyone would ever. Not yet. Not yet. But I got a feeling. The phone rang after we made. But but to be fair. After we made the Willow. After we made Willow to the Forgotten Child. The phone rang. And let me tell you. Uh, I, I missed a couple of credit card payments, but after that, <laughs> right. after that, I emailed Ron Howard's people right. and, and got a very nice templated email back. To be fair, this movie has been, the sequel to this movie has been talked about for a very long time. And often this isn't one of, one of the things, one of our, one of our bright ideas coming out of the blue. Right. So Gabe, you wanted to, uh, tee this up in some way, like you're on the late show, like you're on the couch, you have a clip you want to set up. Um, no, I was just going to say. Uh, something that I didn't make clear in the thing. Kevin is just because Kevin Costner is not his real name. <laughs> oh yeah! Instead of calling him okay. Mariner, you okay. call him, just Kevin him Kevin in the script. Yeah. Well, I always like that. I have because like if I'm writing a sequel treatment and I'm like pitching it to the writing team or whatever, it, it would be like right. That's Kevin's character does this this <laughs> Gabe, I don't know. Gabe taking it the immersion a step farther. <laughs> yeah. he, he's in immersion. the room already. He's yeah, he's like. It. Guys, if I'm going to be doing this in the writer's room, like I'm going <laughs> to need to have the justification for the decisions that I've made. Right. Totally. Right. Okay. So here we go. Todd, are you ready for this? I guess. No and yes. All right. <laughs> Gabe is calling it not so Waterworld 2 colon save the world <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely your son it's already <laughs> so good and you even separated Waterworld, which they definitely shouldn't be uh, i think Waterworld is one word right nah 
I like it better like this. It's more like Wario World. Yeah, sure. Right. Or Wayne's World. Yep. Other good worlds. Yeah. Okay. All right, so Gabe. Here we, here, here we go, Gabe. I'll read this. And if you want to stop in and you want to pot, you want to punch it up with some some color commentary, you do, you do that. You hop right in, okay? Okay. And we might we, we're gonna have questions because <laughs> we usually do. <laughs> All right. It opens up on a broad ocean with a boat on the horizon. Okay. All right. You're sticking with the formula. I like that. I like the, that. The camera cuts to, ca- to Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> the camera cuts to Kevin fishing while thinking to himself how stupid this situation. <laughs> he's with it. Yeah, he's like, how did I end up back here doing? To be, to be fair, Waterworld to yeah, save the world. Yeah. To be fair, almost any scene that you see him in in Waterworld one, it looks like he's thinking to himself how stupid this situation is. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> So, uh, the camera comes to Kevin fishing while thinking to himself how stupid the situation is. He fishes up a scroll in a bottle. I like, I like, okay. I like scrolls and bottles. Yeah, me too. The bottle has a rope connecting it to the ocean floor. He opens the bottle and there's a map with some writing under it. He doesn't, in parentheses, he doesn't know how to read, so you don't either. <laughs> <laughs> Explain, Gabe. Explain, Gabe. That's what you writing, do. The writing at the diff- uh, the bottom of the thing is like dyslexic. So, oh, so it's like, not English. Like it's, it'll be like shoes. glyphs. Yeah. All right. I have okay. a lot of complaints. We got a lot of complaints, kid. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, you don't want to piss dyslexia off. Dyslexia community is going to come for us. Yeah, you don't want to. They're going to cancel us. Okay. Uh, I might be a member of that, so I might be coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever read my emails, it's questionable. <laughs> it is questionable. Uh, the map appears to be a layout of New York City. He swims down to an underwater city. He sees a broken Empire State Building. <laughs> a broken Empire State Not a the... It's yeah. <laughs> one of them. One of them. One of many Empire one of many. State Buildings. <laughs> yeah. He pulls out the map again, and the big X is on the ESB. Empire State Building. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not I thought a- that was... The, I thought... Isn't the ESB the, like, game... Rating board. That's, e- that's ESRB. ESRB. Also, okay, you right. said the Empire State Building. I was thinking about a Empire State Building, so now you flipped it on me. So and I was wondering I, which one. <laughs> right. He swims to the bottom, and there's a distortion at the base of the building. He goes to touch the distortion. First of all, if that's bad business, you never touch distortions. No. Yeah, it's just that's just good advice for people at home. If you no. ever come across a distortion in the wild, leave it be. Yeah. Uh, so he goes down to touch the distortion. And a boom occurs, and the screen turns white. Mm. Okay. Okay. All right. A whiteout. I like it. Not a blackout. No, no, no. Not fade to black. We're we're ramping it up to white. Six six feet under it. Alan Ball. (laughs) (laughs) And no one else does. So the screen says New York City 2042. Oh. There are fi- uh, there are fights and RC cars flying everywhere. Why are there RC cars flying, Gabe? Because um, <clears throat> I took heavy inspiration from Battlefield 2042 with this specific sentence. Okay, <clears throat> so like drones? Yeah, yeah basically. Oh, okay. it was Battlefield 42 2042 Waterworld to save the world. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're getting it. He runs so long that he is. Esca- well, he's running now. He's not. Well, he runs away. He runs like away his, from the fight. In his ship? In his boat? No, no oh, he's... Okay. The screen says New York City 2042, so he traveled back in time. Right, and but he's not on the water anymore? No. Okay, that's... 
Oh my. Okay, so he runs so long that he escapes the fight. He walks into a <laughs> he walks into a building and there are books everywhere. There's a computer and he searches up why did the Okay, wait. <laughs> wait. This is on the this is an obvious easy spelling error. Okay. First, why did the word and? First of all, is this because he can't supposed, write? Yeah, because he can't write you. Thank God it's not. I was about to put you in private school. <laughs> why did the word, guys? I wish you could see the screen right now. It says it's the, letter the letter Y. Did the, which he can spell fine, but then would, world is W O W L D. Why did the world? It's like it's like a, it's like a girl, a little girl with an adorable little accent. Like daddy, why did the world end? And then instead I don't know, of how did he even know how to use it? <laughs> he sees the computer game and he runs off. He's like, hang on. He like open. He like log. He starts I've it off. about these. He logs on. Netscape Navigator. Where do I find that? <laughs> he opens up Firefox and then he manages to get, he yeah. gets to the search bar, but then the man can't spell. Right. Right. Because <laughs> what you don't realize is that Atoll that they built is really just made from old America Online CDs. <laughs> <laughs> so he's actually somewhat familiar with the internet. Oh my god. Oh, that's amazing. Wait, okay, just keep going, please. This has just as many holes as the original, so you're on you're right on less, track. Less, less. This says less? Yeah, I say less. Maybe. A podcast comes up and yep. he listens. They talk about global warming. They talk about methane and factories. The camera zooms in on Kevin. <laughs> oh, Kevin, that's gonna get me every time. Kevin the, cam the camera zooms in on Kevin. It cuts to a montage of the final countdown, and there's Kevin blowing up buildings with bombs and Molotovs. What? <laughs> Explain this sentence to me. He's, He's watching, watching factories. He's watching factories. himself blow up factories? No, I mean, no, the the screen cuts to a montage. I mean, like, right, if you're watching it, the it, movie. It cuts to a montage of the final countdown, and there's Kevin blowing up buildings. Yeah, I mean, if you're watching it from, like, a TV, then instead of Kevin on the computer, you'll see Kevin blowing up buildings. How did he get involved in blowing buildings up, though? Time passed. Time passed. Okay. <laughs> and, and he's wearing glasses to show that time has passed. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, this, it's quiet uptown. <laughs> it's quiet uptown. <laughs> oh, my God. Have pity. Okay, uh, so... <laughs> Caleb, right. I, I'm already lost, but I'm in a good way. He walks out of the building and he goes back to where the distortion was. <laughs> he touches it again and goes back to the watery world he knew. Ooh, poetic. Ex except there was no water. <laughs> so it's not the watery world he knew. <laughs> he's, going Gabe. Back, Gabe, he's going back to a completely different world. He's going back to a dry version of the world he knew. It's not watery anymore, buddy. <laughs> what a world. Why don't they call it dry world? <laughs> That's gold, Jerry. That's gold. <laughs> all right. All right. So, uh, ex <laughs> except there was no water. He was. He I can't. Was, I can't. I can't. I need a minute. You need a minute. <laughs> he okay. goes back to the watery world he knew, except it's nothing like he ever knew before. Yeah. Okay, it's, so, it's Egypt. It's yeah, it's Egypt. He was in. Uh, he was in bustling New York City. He checked behind his ear, and there were no gills. He finds a map in a library, and he finds out the Himalayas are the highest point in the world. 
Oh my god. He goes to the airport. (laughs) (laughs) He's very savvy for a man who's lived his life on the water in post-apocalyptic future. (laughs) Did he get an Uber? Yeah, he calls an Uber. Yeah, he he, he summons an Uber. Uh, That's excellent. Okay. So, he finds a map in the library, library and somehow has money for a cab. And knows what an airport is, yep. and knows how to tell someone Just to go take with it, it Mike. Uh, the airport takes. Uh, uh, he goes to the airport to take a ticket to Nepal, <laughs> but he's but he's one thousand three hundred and fifty-seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all of the money he's got? No money. Where would he? You, you know, you're not paying for airline tickets with clamshells. Where did you come up with one thousand three hundred? Did you look up flights to Nepal? Find out an exact number. I just chose a random number. I like it. Okay. Uh huh. It may. All right. So he's short. Yeah. He. So what he is he gonna do? He leaves and starts to. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves and starts to work at McDonald's as a greeter. He gets fired for eating too much. <laughs> I just love this version of him that's just this chubby guy <laughs> greeting people. This f- f- fucking fish slub. Yeah. Slubby. <laughs> <laughs> He's just cabbing around town. He doesn't really know what's going on. Mike, oh, there is a lot left of this story. I would suggest you pull it together, sir. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. He leaves the building and he starts to look for a new job. So that's it. He's just totally been ingratiated into this world that he distorted into. Right. Mm -hmm. There's another montage of him working at various places, such as a mall, White Castle, (laughs) and a construction company. Never a trapeze artist, though. No. No. He got fired from all of his jobs and he (laughs) ended up $1 (laughs) short. (laughs) Day late and a dollar short, kid. Totally. Uh, that, what a kick in the gills. Okay, so he begs on the street, and he made 99 cents. He decided he had to rob a bank for a penny, Gabriel? He's a penny short at this point. Explain. <laughs> um, Why wouldn't he just look on the ground or under an arcade machine? Or at a laundromat? Because he doesn't know about m- money, I guess? No, but no, he's <clears throat> flying around taking Ubers <laughs> to airports. Okay. Okay, so he was he was so smart from robbing others in the water world that he stole <laughs> $1.4 million without anyone raising an eye. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the airport and bought the ticket. He flew to Nepal, and when he left the airport, he found Enola and Helen going to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> he saw the Himalayas. And they were snow. Mm. Okay. He ran towards <laughs> Helen and Enola. They ask, <laughs> who the fuck are you? Why would either one of those characters curse, Gabriel? Oh, my God. Then Kevin asks, don't you remember me? <laughs> don't you remember me? They say no and leave. <laughs> what a brilliant scene. What a brilliant scene that was. He takes yep. a crayon out of his back pocket and shows it to Enola. The screen flashes and she remembers everything. He takes a slab of wood from the hot air balloon out of his... <laughs> <laughs> traveling around with pieces of that old balloon. 
and he shows it to Helen. But <laughs> she remembers everything. But uh, that never happened in this world. Right. But somehow they're still mother and daughter in this world, though. Yeah. Uh, it makes all sense. Yeah. Okay. A random guy walks out from behind the airport. Uh, Gabe, who you seeing casting as this random guy? You got anyone in mind? Um, <laughs> it's probably Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> could be. It might be. Ah, we could probably get him. A random guy walks out from behind the airport walls. <laughs> yep. And he Kid's says, not playing too much Minecraft. And he says, hello, Kevin. You wrote name. Hello, name. He then talks about how he's been following the main character since the world was water. <laughs> Kevin asks, how did you know? The guy explains how he knew with quantum physics and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> Gabe, you needed to, I gotta... Uh, listen. Christmas is coming up. Mm-hmm. I gotta make you a shirt that just says quantum, quantum physics, physics and stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Can I have one? Can I have one too? Oh my god. Oh, uh, that and uh, what happened to the world? <laughs> what happened to the world? <laughs> what happened to the world, Todd? I think what happened to the world is a better shirt. Yeah, they're both pretty uh, good. Maybe there's. Hey, you know what? Shirts have two sides. Yep. Oh, they do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the guy explains how he knew the quantum physics. For, uh, he knew with quantum physics. So wait, physics I, I'm sorry. I'm wait, sorry. Wait, let me get to the end of this, this okay. sentence. Let me let it. We just got. We'll never get through it. He Fair. takes Enola with no reason why and disappears behind a wall. They get jobs. <laughs> I love that getting jobs is such a big part of the story. Yeah, I know. They get jobs in Nepal to pay for a ticket to New York City. All right, so I got, you got to respect the hustle. So, yeah. Todd, what what did you want to say there? I, I so there's some guy in the airport that's been following him that knows every multiverse. Is that what you're saying, Gabriel? Yes. Okay. All right, I'm with it. Keep going. From, from quantum okay. physics? I have stuff? no questions. Yes, quantum. It's Scott yes. Bakula. Okay. Um, this is also a quantum leap reboot <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I mean, that's your next one you're going to write, like the Alpha and Belvedere. We're definitely doing... Uh, I'm done. I'm ready. I can write tonight. I know. And that's my 345 text. Uh, he, he finds Enola and unties her from the rope. You, oh, wait, I'm, you skipped I'm sorry, it. I did. I skipped something. You're correct, Gabe. As the bad guy is about oh, to... Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, nervous skipped about a Enola. lot of stuff. Oh, they get jobs. Sorry, I skipped they, way ahead. I didn't I didn't accidental yeah. mouse flip there. They get... Oh, so they get jobs in Nepal to pay for a ticket back to New York City. They end up getting the money and they go to New York City. Mm. On the plane, as they're landing in JFK, the Empire State Building blows up. Jesus, oh, no. Gabriel. Oh, Kevin no. grabs a parachute from the plane and op- <laughs> opens oh, the emergency hatch and jumps out. Right. He lands, oh my god, yep. on the top of the building. And the yeah. bad on the top of the blown up Empire State Building game? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yep. at this point it's on fire. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. okay. okay, so similar to like the the boat in the in So the he was able to parachute from the plane and land on the top of the Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This man yeah. who who Two days ago, had never seen a plane, money, yeah. or dry land, and has also gained about thirty pounds at McDonald's. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, he's worked two fast food jobs in a week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, well, the he emergency hatch and jumps out. He lands on the top of the building, and the bad guy is standing there menacingly. They have a casual conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, gonna re- I, I'm not sure if everyone heard that because of your giggles. I'm they have sorry. a casual conversation about quantum physics and then they start fighting. Gabriel, can you just please, please explain to me how you see this happening? <laughs> Walk me through this. So, 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 so he, he lands on the thing. Yeah. They start talking about like quantum physics, time travel, that the guy knows every multiverse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But uh, he's, the, the building is still blowing up, but they're having a casual conversation during casual. The- yes. Casual. Okay. Just Very no, casual. They're like fun no quips and everything. Rush. Nope. Yeah. No rush. Okay, and then okay. they just start fighting. They, yes. they must come to some kind of quantum physics-related disagreement, and then they just start fighting. Yeah. Uh, as string the theory. Guy. No. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll show you string theory. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, as the bad guy is about to die, he says that. And so they start fighting. We don't even know how they fight or how it develops, but I guess Costner bests him because Gabe skips too. As the bad guy is about to die. He says that Enola is stuck on one of the floors that are burning. Mm. He throws the guy off the roof. <laughs> Take the time. He's got to save the girl, but he's going to stop to kill a man who's already clearly dying. Mm-hmm. Let me just roll this guy off the fucking roof. Okay. okay. Jesus, Gabriel. He finds Enola and unties her from the rope. They go to the top of the building, and they have no way to get down. The building yeah. starts to crumble under them. It falls. Kevin protects Enola. The camera zooms out to the building falling. It cuts to the bottom with Helen running up to Enola and Kevin. How does he protect her in a building? He's on top of the Empire State Building. He holds He's her. Falling. He just holds her? He holds her. Okay, and like mm-hmm. his, somehow his webbed feet, they float down? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Keep going. Sure. It cuts to the bottom. Enola is fine, but Kevin is laying there doing nothing. <laughs> So dead. (laughs) (laughs) Helen and Ola start crying. Kevin wakes up and he says, ah, that was a good (laughs) night. Kevin wakes up and says, ah, that was a good nap. (laughs) Helen and Enola stop crying. The camera cuts to a wedding where Kevin and Helen get married. It cuts away to them having jobs and working for money. Again, again. they're very industrious. Gabe's very very nervous about, like, entering the workforce. It seems like he's got a lot of workforce anxiety (laughs) he's exercising on this script. I wonder why, Mike. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. He's only two or three years away. Okay, so... Uh, Kevin <laughs> have the jobs and works for money. Kevin becomes a scientist for NASA. <laughs> totally, totally. Yep. <laughs> oh my God! Kevin becomes a scientist for NASA that mm-hmm. specializes in time travel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Helen becomes a teacher. Mm-hmm. They get enough money and buy a really nice house. <laughs> well, didn't he already have 1.4 cool million in his pocket? Yeah, because no one raised an eyebrow when he, when he <laughs> not an in, eyebrow. Not even an eyebrow <laughs> was raised when he went yeah. in to rob the place because he yeah, got so all good that bartering him. he did. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, so it, it doesn't end there, Todd. That sounds mm. like you could put a put a ribbon on it and and they, you could hand that to any, Ron Call Howard. Call it an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, Ron Howard could run with that easy. Yep. I mean, he he would he'd know exactly what to do that. Yep. Gabe wanted to do a 10 years later. Oh, okay, a little epilogue. Little Let's epilogue. Go. Little epilogue. Sure. Little coda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, little coda. Ten years later, Kevin is saying bye to Enola and Helen. He goes to work and he finds out that some idiot blew up a bunch of factories eleven years ago. He also okay. learns that people had to build back factories, and that caused this thing called global warming. Yeah. Scientists estimated ten years before the ice caps melted, everyone would call this new Earth, Waterworld. Wow. <laughs> 
So, so wow. ten years later, so he's somehow gone to the past, and now he's living the moments before the caps melt. Well, and no, it's just a, it's a different universe where the caps melt just later. Oh, okay, okay. So we just bought like twenty years. Yeah. And yep. he's just working at McDonald's and White Castle. And now he's a NASA scientist. You know what? You know what, Mike and Gabe? I would love to see this shot. Could you imagine if we could get someone to actually shoot these <laughs> scripts? <laughs> um, if you're out there and you have a camera. Uh, <laughs> and, and, access, and, a, and a $25 million budget. Yeah. And you want, and you want to produce. Uh, listen, you can have the rights. We could chat. You can email dads at supernintendads.com and uh, just put in the subject line, Waterworld 2, save the world. Yeah, if anyone and wants to do this as like, maybe you're at NYU, you want to do this as your senior thesis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would make a great senior thesis, I think. Oh. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in here. Obviously, you know, the economy is a big topic right now. Gabe clearly folded that in as it's kind of, yeah. it's, in new, it's, jobs. In the, it's in the news jobs. everywhere. Right. We're, coming off, a, we're, we're coming off a tough jobs report. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's all here. It's all laid out for you. Gabe, so I think thinking, you did really well with this one. I think this is maybe one of your best. And I, Some of my favorite lines of all time. Easy. Ah, uh, that was yeah. a good nap after falling from the top of the Empire State Building to the bottom and yeah. somehow surviving. While clutching a little girl. While clutching a little, who's also fine. And then she got Car up and started uh, crying. A casual <laughs> conversation about quantum physics. Yeah, a casual quantum, <laughs> quantum physics and stuff. And right? then don't forget, I mean, we still have why did the world end? Why did the world end? <laughs> the sun. For millions of years, the source of life. But for one planet, the source of its demise. The temperatures climbed. The vast fields of ice at its poles melted, and the oceans rose. Centuries later, few people remain on this planet once called Earth. still searches, a woman who still hopes, and a small child who carries the secret to a new beginning. In this place they know only as Waterworld. Alright Gabe, as we've been discussing, the story of this movie is almost bigger than the movie itself. Lots of stuff going on here. All kinds of crazy production facts started to come out shortly after the film's release. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity to play real or fake. Yes, I asked you. I was like, just figure it out. Please just figure out a real or fake for me. So, Gabe, I am going to ask you 10 questions. You give me the old real or fake. or They're not really questions. Just... Uh, trivia about the movie's production. You tell me if they're real or fake. Got it? Yeah. You with me? <clears throat> yes. I'll keep score as usual. <clears throat> Good, because I can't count. All right. And Gabe. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what I'm going to do. All right, Gabe. Kevin Costner befriended a dolphin while filming. Film <laughs> while filming. Kevin Costner befriended a dolphin while filming and fed it shrimp from the craft services. That's good music. Um, mm. <clears throat> I don't think there were any dolphins in the movie, so I'm going to say fake. 
No, Gabe, that's actually a real fact. They were in Hawaii filming. Uh, they filmed around there, and there was this bottlenose dolphin or something. I read a, a story about, and, and who had a teenage crush on Kevin Costner. Costner would throw him throw him shrimp from the craft craft service table. Uh, all right, so you're one. In, you're in the hole already, but there's still a lot of game out there to get. Wait, what's his prize? Oh, it's it, it's usually the same thing it always is, isn't it? A trip to B Dubs or V Bucks. <laughs> it's we'll we'll figure it out. Gabe, do you, do you want to propose a prize? Um, G Fuel. All right, great. G like Fuel, the, the gamer, like the gamer supplement I was going to use on our holiday wish list. Yes. Okay, great. Well, I'm still going to use it on our holiday wish list. I don't think it does anything but turn your poop green, but you're more than welcome to it. I'll buy it for you. Okay. Todd will ship it directly to your bedroom, directly to the house. <laughs> yeah, when I come over for speed run lessons, I'll bring you some G Fuel and some blue light glasses. For that to happen, you need to get six out of ten. Oh, God. Whoa, okay. Passing All right. Okay. You're in the hole. Yep. You're in yep. the hole. <clears throat> Still have nine chances for six, Gabe. Okay. Costner blew a six Wait, million... wait, 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 wait. There's nine. What? Yeah. There's, one, nine, there's nine more One, three, two, three, one. four, five, six, seven, eight. No, there's nine. Yeah. There's only nine on here? Yeah. Wait, hold on. All right, I'm adding one right now. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Good. Go. All right. Here we go. Todd flying <laughs> in with Costner facts off the top of the head. I like yep. that. That's a good save. Yep. Okay. Oh, uh, facts. What? You said facts. Is that okay? Whatever. Go. <clears throat> Number two. Costner blew a six million dollar stunt scene when mm. his toupee flew off during mm. the sequence. Real. <laughs> real? You're not even, <laughs> the music didn't even get going. You're calling real? Gabe, as far as I know, that's fake. <laughs> I never oh my heard God. <laughs> I never heard. I did hear that Jeez. there were something with his hair during the thing, and he wanted the special effects people to fix it in post. Yep. Uh, but he, he did. He has denied that, which makes me believe that it's true. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. So, Gabe, you're in the hole. You're in the hole here. You're over oh, and two. two. All right. Here we go. <laughs> On the last day of filming, Kevin Costner got an idea for his next movie, a golf film that would eventually become Tin Cup. He wrote down the first scene on a deli napkin, but then lost it at sea. Mike, you were quick with that music this time. Because <laughs> Gabe's always trying to jump in. So, the first one was fake. I mean, no, wait, the first one was real. Second is fake. If if this one was real... You can't I'm, figure I'm this out like a fake. Scantron test. I'm saying it's fake. <laughs> is it fake? It's fake. All you're, right. you're on the board, oh Gabe! You're on the Wedding. board. Okay. Okay, you're still in this. You're in this. All right. Okay. That's a good one, though. You ready? Here we yes. go. Costner did that bungee jump for real at the end of the movie. Um. Real. He's still got it. Gabe, you still All got right. it, my Thank boy! God, my boy! All right. All right. On the board. Still on the board. Two for two. Or four for, what is he, two for four? I told you two I can't count. Two for four. Yeah, two and two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, By the way, you skipped two. one. Yep, you did. All right. I'll go back for it. This guy here. Okay. 
Because Kevin Costner was on bare feet all the time, moleskin was attached to the soles of his feet to protect him from sharp objects and edges. Yes. Real. Real? Yeah. Didn't even wait. Got right into it. Gabe, you are correct. Oh, They've had to right. protect... They had to protect Mr. Costner's feet. Yeah, Mr. Costner, Mr. Mr. Costner's tootsies are no joke. Yeah, no, you got to take care of them. Plus, they yep. were webbed. So that's right. Okay, so now you're what three for five? <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you Are you keeping track? <laughs> I am. I'm just laughing really hard at the next. Stop one. reading ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. In the theatrical, all right, you ready, Gabe? In the theatrical release, Costner's genitals slipped out of his pants during the scene where he uses himself as bait to catch the giant mutant whale shark. It was removed from the video release, but eagle-eyed moviegoers saw Costner bear all in the theater. Real or fake? Fake. You're saying fake. You're saying that Costner's jamblies never popped out of his outfit. Yes, fake. His twig and berries stayed in, in, inside at all times. Jen's in. Yeah. You're saying Jen's in game. You're telling me that is meat and two veg. The entire time, never popped out of that costume while he was being dragged behind a boat filming that scene. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Gabe. <laughs> I got bad news for you. Oh, God. You are correct! Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> that, that did not happen. So, Gabe, here is the story. There is one, two, three, four left. You only need to get two to get a lifetime supply of G Fuel. <laughs> and by lifetime supply, I mean one bottle because that's all anyone should ever take in their lifetime. Yeah, you're going to have the green poops. You're going to have right. the incredible poops. Yeah. Um, okay. I get, I get that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get joke. Yeah. Okay. Anola, uh, the little girl, is actually played by three different actresses. Because of its unique shooting schedule, the movie had to do this to avoid violating child labor laws. This explains the strange haircut scene Costner uh, that Costner gives her on the boat. I have to say fake only for the reason that we went and multiple scenes we pressed pause and it was the same actor. So yes, I Gary, said fake. You're sure about that you want to say fake for this one? Okay, fine. Real. Oh, Gabe. No, no, no not fair. Not fair. <laughs> no, not fair. he said fine real. Nope. He said nope. fine real. Gabe, nope. Gabe, you're nope. wrong. No, you're totally wrong, Gabe. He gets it right. He gets no, he it right. No, he doesn't. That's total BS. Tommy. You're flip. not allowed. You're tampering. He's a flip-flopper. You're He's tampering with the jury. <laughs> Some flopper. <laughs> that was the most. That was the worst example of tampering I've ever seen. <laughs> Alex Trebek does not question. Did not question people when they decided to make a choice. He did that one time. Yeah, but it was the last time. <laughs> <laughs> they axed him, had him killed, and then blamed it on some 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 garbage disease. <laughs> They axed her back. Yeah. Okay. All right, Gabe, fine. Todd's being way more generous than I yes, am. Yes, that's a yes. Yay. That's bull. He had way. evidence to back up his decision, and then you had to fly in with, you sure you want to do that? You sure you want to make that decision, buddy? It worked. It worked. Gabe, don't it give been a hard peer lesson. pressure. It We're going to have to have lesson. a conversation on our next speed run class, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Two left. Three left. <laughs> Three left. See, I can't count. I told you. He only needs one to win, though. That's true. Costner's shell earrings went for four hundred eighty-six hundred thousand dollars at auction in the mid two thousands. Gabe, I'm going to give fake. you. I'm going to give you some help here, Gabe. 
I don't know the answer to this either. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> I have to say fake since the movie was a huge flop. Game. You've done it, my oh, boy! <laughs> I, 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 I honestly didn't know that. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised. NFTs goes for that much money. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened because this movie's so iconic. Right. Even though it's not good. Right. I could have told. I probably would have said yes to that one. But let's go through the rest of them. Gabe, congratulations! You own a bottle of G Fuel now. I'll bring it over when I bring Mike's Christmas present over, and we study the Castlevania secrets of. Um, God, I still can't think. I thought I would have remembered it by now when you get hit, and I'm going to look it up while we do the next two. Go ahead. Okay, Gabe. Dennis Hopper really did get an eye injury on the set that required him to wear the patch. The screenwriters wrote a quick scene around it, and he wore it for the rest of the movie. Real or fake? Fake. Fake. Dennis Hopper did not get an eye injury on the set. Mike? Yes. I believed you. Gabe is correct. He did oh, not get it. He did not. I believed you. It just it felt right. Right. I don't think I would do well at this. Actually, these were pretty good. The game's spot on. Gabe, you're really crushing it tonight. All right, great. It was a rough start, but he's strong. Finished. That's all that counts. Okay. Last one. Kevin Costner was considered for the role of Neo in the Matrix. Real or fake? Oh God, I don't even know who Neo is. Oh, Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Oh, that narrows it down by. Absolutely nothing. Okay. Um, oh God. I say true. Real. Yeah, it's true. Oh, okay. It is. Yeah, it's it's absolutely true. So, Gabe, Mike and I were going to do something different with you. Costner was involved in so many weird possible roles through his lifetime, but we decided to have a little bit more fun. That was one of them. The other one, for our audience listening that will probably appreciate this, big. Yeah. Kevin Costner was almost Josh Baskin. Yeah. Not Tom Hanks. I don't think it would have gone as well. No, definitely not. No. Especially if he's flipping accents on the fly. Yeah, we definitely would have need a wig involved. <laughs> yeah, it would have been called wig. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody. Gabe, uh, Mike, guess what? What, you got a joke? We haven't done it for a while, but I've got a really good joke. Uh, <laughs> all right, Gabe, you and ready for this? And it's somewhat fitting. <clears throat> Okay. Never be scared. You know you love my jokes, Gabe. Um, so a guy goes into a library. And he says to the librarian, can I have a glass of water? And she says, sir, this is a library. And he goes, oh, 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 oh right, right, right. Can I have a glass of water? <laughs> so that's it for our show about Waterworld. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to share it with a friend if you enjoyed it. And catch up with us on social media at Super Dads on Instagram. And be sure to email us any thoughts, comments, questions, memories that you may have about Waterworld or anything else that we've been talking about at dads at supernintendads.com. Remember, gaming should be fun. See you soon. Say so long to the folks, Gabe. So long to the folks, Gabe.